Mine's good. Come on, Brent. Life's good. Got real close. Got hair high, right? Trying to hit two thirds. Have they saved it for her? Yes, they have. Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott, alongside, as always, hello, Scott. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I, I've uh, I had more pizza tonight. And, uh, yeah, I had a good time watching a a full day of curling, not just the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts, but also your team was playing today. Yeah, played uh, over at the Rideau Curling Club here in Ottawa. Points, spiel, one day, three, six end game situation, and uh, won the first two. I made a shot in the first game. I skipped, don't normally do that. Uh, Made a shot in the first game. That uh, I don't mind saying, Scott, I'm going to dine out on for for a couple yeah, weeks. All so, right. Sort of facing four. They had the hammer. My last one, I was able to tuck it uh, behind uh, just a, a center guard, back four foot. I uh, was able to sneak a steal, able to win that game, win the second game. And then uh, the last game actually was interesting with the points. We were down a point coming home with the hammer, but a tie didn't. I mean, it helped us overall in terms of points but to win the draw we had to win the game we tried a a triple run double takeout for the two points and uh i was able to make it for one yeah it was so close yeah so uh well i'm I'm happy with how i played a little disappointed that uh, that shot didn't work out but overall scott uh, we finished third out of the 16 teams there in terms of points. Mm-hmm. was able to get up to the prize table, got me a, a glass of wine, a wine glass. Uh, and our friend Megan was able to get the last spa certificate Ooh, for, for, uh, for treatment there. No, one downtown, actually. Oh. So she had to drive. So uh, overall, a fun day at the Rito Curling Club. Thanks to everybody for putting that one on. And my voice is a little hoarse from... Uh, from skipping yeah you don't usually get to yell that much so no no and uh, it was a little chilly so but it was a nice break from the front end so overall uh, a good day but i did scott get to see a lot of the scotties as uh, you know as normally happens the curling was on at the curling club mm-hmm. overall based on what i saw and just looking at the scores and some of the stats nothing really stands out as surprising from the day with the potential or possible exception of that first feature TV game where Chris McCarvel beats Chelsea Carey. Uh, otherwise, I felt it was a pretty chalky day. But what's your take? Yeah, pretty chalky. I think I think the, the real story is Chelsea Carey not playing well at all. Like, the, the score was closer than the game really was, and the score was pretty big. Yeah. So, so like... Uh, McCarvel had a chance to get three, I think in the fourth end, uh, her rock overcurled. She only got one, but, uh, you know, it, it, she was in control the whole day. Uh, it was really nice to see, um, them, they had the handle on the ice really, really early. Uh, their weight was pretty good. So overall a really good, good day for Kristen McCarvel and a good, uh, a chance to keep building, you know, as, as the week goes on. Chelsea Carey probably uh, one of the top ones in that pool. Uh, I know we yeah. talked about it, but uh, Saskatchewan won, so good job by them. But uh, 
yeah, I'm I'm really liking my uh, Northern Ontario pick so far. Yeah, and that's a pool too. We talked about you got Northern Ontario, Saskatchewan, Alberta, Manitoba, Canada. Those five teams, someone is going to miss. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the championship pool out of those five, and you know you don't want to start with a loss. And Chelsea Carey only th- throws in the, the low fifties. Very surprising for her. No real rest in terms of the schedule for her. She gets Saskatchewan tomorrow afternoon. That's her only game tomorrow. So you would hate to, if you're Chelsea Carey, lose that one, be sitting overnight at 0-2 going into a two-game day on Monday. So you're going to want to see from her a little more, uh, maybe not even more precision. Right? I I hate to use the word consistency because she seemed pretty consistent today. Uh, just consistently not very good um, in, in terms of her yeah. shot making, right? So not the Chelsea carry we expected, not the Chelsea carry we normally get out of Scotty's. So that game tomorrow afternoon against Saskatchewan, big early game here in the week for Team Canada because you, you got to start looking too that we've seen with this format, three losses is really all you can afford to mm-hmm. guarantee yourself something at the end of the week. So you, you don't want to be stuck to this early in the week, knowing that you still have to play Carrie Anderson and uh, Laura Walker as part of this pool. And, you know, don't don't sleep on Adrian Crawford by any means either. Yeah, no, uh, that uh, speaking of the rest of the games then from that early session, uh, Saskatchewan rode a couple of steals of two in the fifth and one in the sixth to really take control of the game over New Brunswick and Andrea Crawford gave up a steal of two in the eighth which tied it up, something you weren't yeah. expecting. Uh, come back at their deuce and nine, run them out of rocks. So pretty close game there, not a bad showing for Team New Brunswick in their first um, BC, their first game. We talked about them maybe being a little bit nervous. Yep. Sure didn't sure didn't show it. Uh, came out, got a steal of two in the first end. They were off and running. Another big steal in the ninth, uh, two points. Put them up by three, and they were able to close things out over Suzanne Burt and Prince Edward Island. Uh, and then we got the Territories Nova Scotia. This game, the final score is 8-6, to six, but uh, Marianne Arsenault really dominated there. Steals of 2 and 4 and 5, and then a big 3 spot in the 7th end. Uh, Territories kept going, kept grinding. You know, Joanne Rizzo's first game. Yep. Get, her, get her some ends under her belt, you know, a few more, a few more throws. Uh, and they managed to claw back, but uh, too little too late. Yeah, and, and she throws in the 50s to Joanne Rizzo there. Overall, when you're looking at, uh, you know, I was looking at some of the percentages today. First day, it's not surprising, a lot lower than we're going to see. You know, generally, you know, yeah, we can debate the, the value of shooting percentages, but generally speaking, the teams that win are going to be in the 80s somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, today, not a lot of teams were. So no. we'll see those percentages go up as the teams uh, continue to get used to the ice. Uh, the night draw. Really, again, nothing super surprising. The teams that you thought would win won. The territories lose uh, their games. Uh, so Newfoundland, Labrador, Alberta get wins there. The rookie Quebec team, they fall to Kerry Anderson. No real surprise there. Marquee game, of course, Jennifer Jones against Rachel Holman. This guy was a bit of a repeat for Jennifer Jones of what we saw last night, really struggling with that outturn throughout this game gives up steals of three and one in the fifth and sixth. And she is going to have to figure this out. You heard Kathy on the broadcast talk about that. She was having trouble with her outturn at the Manitoba provincials. 
as well. So this is a, a, an issue that is ongoing for Jennifer Jones. And if she's going to be competitive here, you know, she, she should make it into the championship pool within this group. But in terms of playoffs, she's going to have to figure this out. She's going to have to figure it out fast. Yeah, and quickly, like you say. Um, just not uh, not what you expect to see out there, right? Uh, even no. the rest of the squad, Jocelyn Peterman, 71% uh, t- tonight. And uh, who am I thinking of, Sean? Caitlin Laws, 78, so not bad for her. Uh, Don McCune was down as well, I believe. She was uh, 79, she ended up. But uh, last night she played 100. Until yeah. the last shot. So Until the last shot, yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, this team's really going to have to uh, gut check. That that said, that is probably their hardest game in this pool. Yeah. They yeah. Can and say, they, out of they the get, way. They get UConn in the morning, too. So that's a game that you would expect them to win. And hopefully for them, they, they sort of sort out some of their issues. Mm-hmm. Split day tomorrow, never easy. Uh, they get BC tomorrow night. So, you know. They could come out of the tomorrow at two and one, and start to get rolling. But again, they have to uh, figure it out. And specifically, Jennifer Jones has to figure out that out turn. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I was just looking at the games for tomorrow, Sean, and I said, "Oh, Manitoba's playing Nunavut." But wait, Jennifer Jones is wild card. Aha! Yes. So it's going to be weird. It's going to be uh, at least a couple more days till I get used to that. Yeah, it's going to yeah, it's going to take some getting used to for sure. Uh, tomorrow morning, it's it's interesting. Uh, I don't. I, I I saw that they said you know Brian and Kathy with you tomorrow morning. I didn't see. Did they say what the feature was? You know what? I I was also watching the U.S. Men's final, so I muted the volume really quick on the uh, on on the Scotty. So I did not hear who was okay, the feature I'm, game. I'm I'm gonna guess Quebec Alberta uh, tomorrow morning as the feature. Uh, but we'll see what, what it is. So overall, pretty chalky day. little concern for Chelsea Carey and Jennifer Jones, two of the bigger names in the field. But uh, a fun day, sort of typical of a first day at one of these events, teams just getting the lay of the land. So uh, Do look you forward sh- to tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. L- looking forward to tomorrow. Do you have a marquee game to look for tomorrow? Uh, well, nothing early I don't think is really marquee. Uh, you get Saskatchewan, Canada tomorrow afternoon. As we talked about, big game there for Chelsea Carey. I would think that's going to be the TV game, looking around the sheets. Yeah, that's what's on. That's my pick for probably the biggest game tomorrow. Uh, with Canada losing their first, it's going to be important for them to get a win under their belts. Yeah, and then tomorrow night, that Jennifer Jones-Corinne Brown game. That'll be pretty interesting, too. Uh, Corinne Brown gets the Northwest Territories tomorrow afternoon, so it's possible that they could be coming in 2-0 and to that game. And, uh, again, another... Pretty big uh, early early week game there uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, so uh, so just getting our feet wet on the Scotties. Nothing earth shattering. Uh, hard to have anything earth shattering happen in uh, in one day at one of these events. But a lot of fun. Very excited about the week. Uh, real quick, Scott, you mentioned the American Championships finals today. That's right. Both the men's and the women's earlier this afternoon. The women's final, the Nina Roth team, without Nina Roth, who just had a child, so congratulations to her. Uh, So Tabitha Peterson has taken the reins. They get the win. They beat Jamie Sinclair to become the national champions, and uh, a great win for them. 
maybe not what we would have expected given the lineup change. But overall, this is the team that's been at the Olympics a few times. And even though you know people have counted them out, including arguably USA Curling, they just keep fighting and keep winning. Yeah, they've had the, the, the best year by far uh, out of any American women's team and uh, really happy for them to be able to go uh, to the Worlds. I, I watched the interview they did with Price Atkinson um, just around the fifth end of the men's game. And I believe Becca Hamilton said, for the first time ever, really looking forward to Prince George. I don't <laughs> believe that's ever been said before. <laughs> but, uh, oh, just kidding to our friends out in Prince George. Yeah, so uh, so congratulations to them. As we record this, the final of the men's John Schuster, Rich Ronan, is going on. Scott, what is the latest update there? Uh, it, it's over, Sean, and I missed the last shot. Uh, Runin had the hammer trying to score two down by a point in 10 and it looks like Schuster got the steal and I'm trying to rewind to see the shot, but, uh, it's not loading. So, okay. Uh, you know, uh, Schuster was the team to beat all week. I think they were nine and zero in the round Robin. Yeah. They so, didn't lose. uh, so, you know, good on them. They complete yep. the thing, uh, Runin's team was really fired up there. They were making shots. They were going, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, and if you didn't see it, their entry into the uh, into the arena, I think it was Thursday. Uh, they've been going with sort of the old man strength theme for this yeah, week. Uh, yeah. So they had a great entrance. If you go to their Twitter, uh, you could check that out. A lot of fun how they came into the arena on Thursday. But uh, congratulations, to John Schuster. Yeah, certainly the class of men's curling in the United States, elsewhere, and some other national championships. Uh, Bruce Mowat beats Glenn Muirhead in the final in Scotland. Uh, he had to come through, I believe, the, the sort of the back end of that playoff to get that win. So uh, a, a nice win for them as they continue to establish the, themselves as the class of that three-way race there in Scotland. Uh, Elena Stern beats Sylvana Terenzoni in Switzerland. A bit of an upset there, defending world champions. I don't know how Switzerland decides their representative at the Worlds, but chance here that we won't have the defending world champions at the uh, World Championship this year, which mm -hmm. is something that really only happens when Canada wins. <laughs> Usually, yeah. But uh, come back. I do believe it will be the winner. It'll be Stern going to okay. the Worlds. Uh, and, and a switch on the men's side, too. Yannick Schwaller beats Peter de Cruz in Switzerland. Uh, 5-3 win there, so a bit of a changing of the guard in Switzerland, perhaps. Yeah, uh, also in Scotland, Sean, you forgot about the women's game. And I did. Eve Muirhead uh, got the win, so she's back to the World Championships for the first time since 2017, I guess, uh, because they lost last year and they were playing in the Olympics uh, the year before. Yep. And... Uh, they got silver bronze medal last time they were there. So yeah, another contender at the women's worlds for sure. And, uh, elsewhere in Japan, um, those games looks like we're in the semifinals in Japan. Uh, so we got the finals coming up, uh, I guess in a couple of hours. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fujisawa against Nakajima on the women's side. And, uh, well, by the time people listen to this, they're going to know it's, the champions. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, and I, I'm assuming, 
too. I don't know this for sure, but I'm assuming our friends at Rocks Across the Pond are going to do an episode tomorrow wrapping up all of these national championships around the world. So definitely check those out. But a lot going on. The world championship field is starting to take shape. Certainly the Scotties is our focus as part of that. So a fun day today. As we said, nothing earth shattering. So we'll be back with you tomorrow after the first full day of competition with the full three draws. Brian is back. So we get a little moodrick in the morning with Kathy. Uh, did they say, Scott, today? I didn't hear it all. Is Cheryl coming back? Yeah, she's playing in the seniors, Alberta seniors this weekend. Okay. So uh, she should be there, I, I think they said Monday. Okay, great. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I noticed tonight Kathy was getting involved a little bit more than she normally would, and mm-hmm. uh, that was helpful. Yeah, I think uh, it was very helpful. Yeah, Very so uh, so so that'll do it for tonight. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on a Saturday night as we talk about all the goings-on from Moose We'll be back with you tomorrow night to wrap up Sunday at the Scotties. And it is, of course, the Sandra Schmerler Telethon Day for neonatal care. This is the biggest day of the year for the Schmer- Sandra Schmerler Foundation. So if you can, certainly uh, call up, go online, donate wonderful cause uh, and uh, great work that is done by the Sandra Schmerler Foundation so that'll be going on all day tomorrow and they, they do the running updates if you call in you might get to talk to some of the players who when they're not playing I know Devin Hero is doing it some other local celebrity folks I know the Schmerler team you know Nancy Gooderight uh, and Joan uh, McCusker. Joan McCusker are always there taking calls. So you might get stuck to a, a curling celebrity. Yeah, if, yeah. If that, you call it. That'd be pretty fun. So uh, get your get your donating fingers ready. Yeah, so uh, always a good time uh, to donate to the Sandra Schmerler Foundation. So that'll do it for us tonight. If you have not yet, please do subscribe to the show so you can follow along as we'll be with you every day this week leading up to the final next Sunday night. So... You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Game of Stones Pod. Scott's there at Scott Likes TV, and I'm at Dr. Shawnee Fever. And as always, you can email the show, Game of Stones Podcast at gmail.com. So sleep fast, everybody. The games are coming fast and furious this week, and we'll be back with you tomorrow night. But until then, keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final.